Did you know if you hit the play button, it will stop your conversation instead of just pausing Spotify? But I remember exactly what I said. Welcome to Up Next, the only podcast that would kill him if you let us. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen J. Steffes, joined as always by Andrew F. Baldwin. Hey, Andy, how the hell are you? Did you switch our middle names? You didn't. Um, I coincidentally used your initial for mine, and I just gave you a random one, just trying to keep people on their toes. Yeah, which all those people trying to trying to find out our full identities and been, ste- steal all that information. We've yeah, been very they'll never find it. Very secretive about <laughs> about who whomst we are. I'm fantastic. This is coming out in the new year. Happy New Year. Ha- Happy New Year. Um, it's gonna suck. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> All evidence would point to me being correct, Andy. Okay? No, we don't have to reference, the. I mean, anything. We don't have to reference what's currently happening. Oh yeah, but, probably uh, 2022 will be just the happiest and most normal year. You're right, Andy. I should be more realistic. I'm not saying it's going to be happy, but I'm like, <laughs> one can be happy in, like, you know, um, I'm I'm going to Disney, which is a stupid thing to do admittedly but i fucking spent money on it and fuck it i'm what when is that trip again uh i leave tomorrow which is oh, new year's day which is not when this uh, will come out tomorrow is not new year's day i meant new year's eve oh no i think it's friday it is not friday i'm leaving on new year's day gotcha okay nice well enjoy your trip um make sure to keep six feet of distance between you and all the Mickey Mouse's and no, princesses. no, you can't, you can't keep six feet when you're tackling them. Well, and I was gonna say, I know that the princesses are gonna have to make sure they keep six feet away from you. And I'm saying, yeah, you know, all chick those... magnet over here. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they, they, the, the ladies like me. <laughs> they do be saying that. <laughs> God damn! How are you? There's too much about me. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Enjoying a week off work, as are you. Enjoying a blessed holiday season. I was in Wisconsin recently, and I got to see snow. Uh, Chicago got snow, apparently, like a couple days ago, or a day ago, but it's all gone. Where did you see snow? We've got none here. Really? Like we've, had, we've had some snowfall, but nothing that has accumulated or lasted you oh, know, yeah. beyond like midday. Madison. A lot of snowflakes in Madison. Yeah, I guess. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, spoken like a true suburbanite of Milwaukee. <laughs> hey, at least I'm not one of those people that moves like just outside the county line to get like the sweet, sweet property tax rates. Yeah. Um, at least I live in the county. Okay. I'm proud just, of you. Yeah. Just. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. Your, your defining characteristic is that you have morals to stay in Milwaukee County. Yeah. Right. But like not in the city of obviously <laughs> yeah man we're off to a banging start we've got so much pent up content here pent up content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well it's enough idle chit chat for now <laughs> what say you we get down to brass tacks yeah the the purpose of tonight's conversation what is the purpose? Uh, side, sidebar, can I just say, I always thought the expression brass tax was brass 
T-A-X, tax. And I was like, what, what the hell does that mean? So that, sounds like, that sounds like... It's not that. It sounds like an idiot with an accounting degree would think that. Yes. I mean, did... <laughs> you didn't have a lesson in your degree, uh, any of your classes. It's like, so you're going to hear the phrase brass tax, nothing to do with what we do. <laughs> <laughs> did you just intuitively know that it was the other tax? Yeah. And you understood what that meant? Uh... No. I mean, in context, I obviously would get what was being said. Well, when I, I always understand. When I first heard, yeah, when you understand what it means, but yeah, I never, Yeah. in that context, I, I'm like, well, they're not, ta- they're not talking about, like, let's get to the brass tax. Oh, yes, the brass tax. That's why everyone. <laughs> yeah, the famous, that, that's the famous why brass they, tax act of 1830. Yeah, that's why they dumped all the fucking tea in the harbor, because <laughs> of the brass tax. No, no one ever fucking thought that, Steve. I bet I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one. Um. But just to be clear, I always understood what the expression meant. I just thought it was a different word being used. Anyway, that sidebar is com- concluded. All right. Did Motion you know? Did you know? But, did you know? Butthole is spelled B U T T H O L E. I thought it was a B U T H O L E. I mean, I knew what they were talking about, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was unnecessary. But I love you. But hole. <laughs> anyway. We're not here to uh, talk about butts nor holes. Uh, all right, so tonight we are discussing uh, the album uh, Home Video by Lucy Dacus, as recommended to us by, I'm going to go ahead and say it, number two fan, number two fan for sure. Uh, one of my pals from the coolest Discord server in the world. Um, probably going to say the, the username wrong. <clears throat> Phloem, which is a gross-sounding word if you think about it. Because it's like phlegm that flows? <laughs> yeah, apparently I googled this. Uh, he spells it differently, but I found online it's some like term from botany. It's like a plant part. Phloem. Phloem. Mm. You don't say. Anyway, listener request. Lucy da- Dacus. Lucy Dacus home video. The uh, 2021 release. From Lucy Dacus. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Lucy Dacus. <laughs> Lucy Dacus? I'm going to say Dacus. I'm not really sure. I always said Ducasse, and that's not how it's spelled, but every time mm-hmm. I would just glance at it, it made me think of the composer Ducasse, who wrote The Sorcerer's Apprentice. That You don't need to know any of this. The point is, I say her name incorrectly as well. That makes two of us. Um. All right, so... Lucy Brass Tax. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Brass Tax Dacus, <laughs> as her friends uh, know her. All right, so a little bit of background on Ms. Dacus. Uh, she is a singer, songwriter, producer, originally from Richmond, Virginia, now based out of Philadelphia, or as, as we call it, Philly. Uh, <laughs> this is not relevant at all, but I saw it in the Wikipedia page, and it sounded so damn fancy I had to include it. She... She's a graduate of the Maggie L. Walker Governor's School for Government and International Studies as a high school. That just sounded exceedingly fancy. Um, so Lucy Dacus plays, what kind of music does she play, Andy? She plays like a nice like indie rock, indie folk genre, I would say, if I was, if I was slapping genres on her music. Um, she has put out three solo records, No Burden in 2016, 
historian in 2018 and home video in 2021. She has also collaborated and put out an EP in 2018 as part of the band Boy Genius with Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers. And her second release, Historian, was nominated for the Libera Award for Best Breakthrough Artist and Release. Nice. Did I say Libera wrong? Libera. Modello. Modello. (laughs) (laughs) Modello. Yeah, we were at a we were at a bar in Chicago and Steve ordered a Modelo and he I can't replicate how incorrectly he said it. Um even if like you're like Andrew, you didn't say it that correctly either. Well, he said it significantly worse. And the bartender looked at him like he just <laughs> like punched a small child in the face and turned to him and asked for a tasty <laughs> beverage. Like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Anyway, that's what he was referencing. You're now in on the joke, people. We're all friends here. Modelo. Modelo. Anyway. Modelo. Yeah. Um, all right. So, a little background on this old record here, home video. It was released on June 25th, 2021 on Matador Records. It was produced by Lucy Dacus, Colin Pastore. Pastore. Good Italian name. Jacob Blizzard. And Jake Finch. Um, interestingly, I saw there are 21 credited um, artists on this record, which just seems like a lot. I think a good chunk of them show up on track seven, Going, Going, Gone, where there's sort of that fun sing-along portion portions. And notably, her bandmates from Boy Genius, Phoebe Bridgers, and Julian Baker appear on this record on several songs. A couple of interesting things I read about this record in the preparation for the episode. So apparently as part of the promotion for this, um, she sent out VHS tapes <laughs> to a bunch of, to, I think Wikipedia said, a select group of fans. So I don't know how those people were identified, but uh, with a video of, of the song that turned out to be Thumbs, which <laughs> we'll get to Thumbs. I thought that was kind of a clever promo, though. Um, and apparently the music videos for the songs in this record include archival home video footage developing a theme dope the theme being obsolete technology (laughs) 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 um so as far as the critical reception no surprise for a record we talk about on this show but it was a new york times bestseller uh, received critical acclaim. Sorry, the book version of the album <laughs> yeah, was a yeah, bestseller. Right. It was the, the the novelization. Uh, it reached number nine on the Billboard alternative chart and number sixteen on the rock charts. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it a four and a half out of five. Metacritic got it at an eighty-five out of one hundred. Um, all Music says in their review, it's an engrossing set steeped in life lessons and nostalgia, which I think is a good sort of summary of lyrically what's going on in the record. Yeah. So wrap it up here. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Andy, what'd you think? High level. High level thoughts time. Give me your initial reactions to home video. Well, I'd forgot this was a listener request. And I wholly was like, yeah, this is a Steve album. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, I was I was doing a cursory listen today, like a 
true to me, I did all my listening today, <laughs> and uh, like, like Alana came in and goes, "Is this Phoebe Bridgers?" I'm like, "No," but it might as well be. And then another person walked in. I think it was Alana's mom. It's like, "Is this Phoebe Bridgers?" I'm like, "No," but it might as well be. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh, this album didn't do it for me. No. Um, but I'm I, not terribly surprised by that. Yeah, it's just. I will say though, I think she's a very good storyteller. I just did mm-hmm. not much care for the stories, um, <laughs> and I don't mean Fair. that in like a, a negative way. I'm like, I just, I think she's talented. I think mm-hmm. she's a lot of these like to the point where I stopped writing it. You you have gold stars. I just had eh, like almost every <laughs> song had an eh. Wow. So, but I would write frequently like oh these are like really good harmonies or like this is really clever like orchestrating or layering right i think mm-hmm. she writes a good tune and if you're into that sound or what the story is you'll like it me not so much but i still saw yep. the talent through me not digging it mm. was there anything like i know you just mentioned some of the more like academic things that you could appreciate musically was there anything like in the music itself that you could like get on board with as far as enjoying. I know this isn't like necessarily your favorite genre. Yeah, you know, um uh I'll I'll save some of the the Okay, details, yeah, we can save it for the track but, by track. I sure. mean like she would do some things where like it was clearly a folksy song, but then like halfway through she would change something up and I'm like, yeah, that was that was much needed, or else this would have been painfully boring. I wish you had done that change, mm-hmm. maybe like a verse sooner. But I'm she, mm. I think she's a good composer of song. Nice. How about you, man? Yeah, well, as you as you so uh, wisely noted, this at least on paper is right up my alley. I wrote this is. This, this style is generally my thing, right? Folksy, indie, sad girl, pop rock. <laughs> like Steve, Steve puts his kid to bed and he just goes into his office and he just like sips a green tea in a cozy sweater and listens to this <laughs> shit on repeat. <laughs> the duality of self. <laughs> I would say I am somewhat mixed on it. I think there are songs that I like a fair amount. Um, I tend on this record to enjoy the songs that are more up-tempo and a little more energetic to the other ones, because there's some songs on this record that are like, <laughs> hello, Zach Puppet. <laughs> there's some songs on this that are just sort of a slog for me to get through, like just so low energy and like almost monotonous and just like, all right, let's get this thing over with. But like the more catchy up-tempo ones, I, I enjoy a fair amount. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say it like kind of on what you're you're saying is when I first listened to this, I didn't notice that I had my my shuffle on. So it just, mm-hmm. you know, it was playing the songs randomly. And the first several songs I heard off this album, you know, it started the same way. Slow, just you know, like almost nothing. Then drums come in eventually. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus, I can't listen to a whole fucking album of this. <laughs> but I will say when I listened to it not on shuffle for my like taking notes listen, I was like, Okay, this is varied enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like track to yeah. track. So Yeah, as far as like the lyrics and themes, I appreciate the 
uh, it's not quite nostalgia, but, you know, kind of looking back at past selves and childhood and teenage years and things. It's, it's interesting. I, I respect that. I, I definitely couldn't do it because I just, like, uh, cringe when I think of any version of my past self, including the one from, like, two minutes ago. I was so, going to say, I cringe at your present and future self. <laughs> it's best not to think about the future and to learn to tolerate the present self. Spoken like a true sad philosopher. I mm, love it. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so overall, pretty mixed. Some songs I, I like pretty well. Some songs I probably never have to listen to again. Um, yeah, there's, like you said, good songwriter. Obviously, some good, some good lyrics that we'll get into. Um, that being said, why don't we get into it? I think we should painstakingly go mm. through each track and fucking tear it apart. I want to spend no less than 10 minutes per song. All right, let's start now. All right, go. You're making me hot and heavy. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like an opener. Um, (laughs) what did I write? I thought it was going to be more folksy, and then the the verse comes in because when you look at genius again sponsor us genius come on what the what the literal fuck anyway it starts with the chorus right so when the verse comes in Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like a pretty straightforward groove but that's not how you think it will be based Mm -hmm. on the lyrics up front and i was like okay that was really interesting and then i like how they play with that switch um during the bridge and I was, but that's what I wrote. I was like, I liked that kind of stuff, but I was like, it's mm-hmm. not bad. It was fine. Yeah, I unironically um, do think this is a good opening track. It like lyrically sets up the themes. Um, I think it's, you know, it's pretty grooving for me. It's a, it's a good track musically. Um, this is the style of the song on this record I like. It's a little more up-tempo, a little more energetic. Yeah. Much like myself, very upbeat and energetic. That's what everyone's saying. <laughs> Steve's 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 known around the office as the, the happy man. Yeah, <laughs> every the fun, exciting. Guy. Every time someone yeah. has a birthday, he's there with cupcakes and confetti poppers. <laughs> um, I, yeah. So I did like I, I I sort of wrote in my notes. I sort of wrote it. I didn't I didn't just write it. That if the whole album was more like this, I'd be much more positive on it. Um. And I enjoyed the sort of extended musical outro on this one with the synths. It's pretty mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, that's what I got. Hey, I heard that your office is pretty progressive and hires women. Are any of them? <laughs> are any of them named Christy? <laughs> <laughs> that's so stupid. That was, a, that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um yeah, this one the first bullet point I wrote is <clears throat> meh. That's interesting because my first bullet point is eh. <laughs> Very similar first bullet points. I was like so what this is I was like lovely lyrical sentiments, but kind of boring musically. It, it this one is kind of boring for me. And even 
well, I, I guess the musical sent the the lyrical sentiment is what it is. It's it's what the song about not liking a friend's boyfriend. Uh, okay. Right, and you know, like we've all been there before. I've I've married people I thought were just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I guess it is musically kind of pretty, um, but yeah, just uh, no, not for me. I don't I don't really care for this song. It also has it kind of ends in a weird way and kind of abruptly at least some i don't know maybe you can help me with this but i don't know if it's the the notes she's hitting on the last line or what but something about it seems very sort of unresolved or discordant well because so she ends on the chord i just did a quick listen Mm -hmm. she doesn't resolve it right there we go like i said unresolved so very good Mm -hmm. wow I know you fucking killed it. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, it's this is this go this is contrary to the praise I was giving earlier, where mm-hmm. it's like you know she's really good at orchestrating and blah blah. She just sits in the vibe of this one and doesn't change it, and it's somber enough of like a feeling where I'm like, I'm not trying to like sit in my feels to this one, like mm. like get me out of it, you know. <laughs> That's me. Always. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to sit in my feels. Get me out of it. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, didn't, yeah. didn't... Again, like, great story. Like, I could... Okay, story. Do I mean, like... I meant storytelling. I didn't finish mm-hmm. my sentence because I'm an idiot oh, and don't I apologize. know how to speak. It's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just like... Well... Like, you know... Like, I get it. You're trying to be a friend and voice your opinion but yeah well it won't be the first time (laughs) that we don't love a track on this show track number three first time i said uh i was like something different aka not Mm -hmm. starting super slow (laughs) and staying in the vibe hot and heavy was not super slow. It wasn't super it slow. St- it but... started. It did start very quiet and slow. You're right, though. Yeah. And this one does get kicked off more. I said musically not bad because it was <laughs> like praise. it was like kind of like synth poppies, yeah. kind of. But and then I wrote, but also kind of boring. <laughs> but I liked the uh, I liked the variety in the bridge. Could have used mm-hmm. it sooner. Is what I wrote. What happens in the bridge in this one? I'd have to listen to it again. Yeah, I enjoyed the song. Once again, for me, this album's at its best when it has this kind of energy and more up-tempo. It's kind of a raunchy song, though. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, this one. Talk about nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) You remember remember when you were dating that one girl and she had to climb in through your dog door? Not because your, like, parents wouldn't let her come in. (laughs) You're just just her kink. (laughs) You're just an asshole. I may let you see me on my knees, but you'll never see me on all fours. Yeah, just talking between me and you. That's a lie. That's a lie. Okay. She does do several turns, turns of phrases and lyrical things where I'm like, "You're clever." I get it. Uh, Anything else on on your first time? Do you want to share anything about your first time? (laughs) Well, it wasn't at vacation Bible school. 
surprisingly, I never once attended a vacation Bible school. Um, I find that funny. <laughs> because of the, the because hyper-religious extremist upbringing I had? Yes. Um, oddly, exactly why I thought I, that. I just, I just went to regular Bible school. <laughs> we just called it school. <laughs> I didn't know you went to... Did you not go to public school? I went to a private Christian schools through fifth grade. Huh. Yeah. I find out new things about you but every like, day. Not fancy, prestigious ones, but probably still way too expensive ones. Nice. Or not. Nah, whatever. Uh, so the best thing about this song is that I learned that nutmeg has, um, like, psychedelic properties, apparently. You didn't know that? I had no idea. Mm, yeah, you never praised the Lord <laughs> at Bible camp. Bible school, True. sorry. Um, This is what I wrote. Let me, I'll just read it. Read your notes. Your poetry was so bad. <laughs> I thought that was a clever line because <laughs> I'm listening to it. I'm like, okay, it's clearly what this album is. And then that line came and I laughed out loud. Um, I do like when, when she, right immediately following that, the, um, you told me I showed you the light. There's like a, depends how you're counting it, but like there's like a, a measure of three in there. Da, 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 yeah, she, da, da, da. uh, is that the one? I can't remember if this is, there's one where it's like, it was like seven. It wasn't. Is that this one? Uh, maybe just for like that one. Yeah, that one measure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. This again is an eh song. You know, telling a story. Mm-hmm. I can. You know, she's very descriptive. I can see it. I'm transported. You might even say. Ooh. But uh, you know, whatever. I did think it was a nice move dropping to just the stripped down acoustic guitar at the end of the yes. second verse and then coming in with distortion when she was singing about the guy listening to Slayer. <laughs> Slayer. I was like, she sounded just like Slayer. <laughs> that, by the way, it was incredible. <laughs> I did think that was very clever though. Yeah. And you know, it, it I was it got my attention. Yeah. I don't know how clever it is, but I I love that section just like you said that that shift of dropping into just the the acoustic guitar and vocals and then the way the full band comes in. And I kind of wish there was more of that heavy feel elsewhere on the record. Um, one thing that always gets me, it's not just the song, but um, in that section right before, you know, the band and the distorted guitar comes in, like on that fourth beat when the guitar just goes like, Jinka! you know, just <laughs> let you know it's coming. I love that. <laughs> I love that move. That's a good one. Yeah, good. I, I, I enjoy this tune. I like it. Um... Anything else? I'm just, I'm just trying to think if I have any any other thoughts on this. Um, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. In fact, are you um, feeling so good that you kind of want to clear your living room and do some cartwheels? Literally never. Uh, you'll get- I've never been able to do a cartwheel. I've never really tried to learn. How about you? Oh, of course I could. I was a happy child. I think that's more just a matter, uh, a question of skill and ability, not... Okay, happiness. sorry. I was a very skilled and abled child. Oh, there you go. I, I, I'm sure I could have learned if I tried. Of course you could have. It seems scary, though. Yeah, it's terrifying now. Isn't it insane in your 30s how scary everything is? Yeah, but the thing is, like, as a kid, I was like, no, that seems dangerous. <laughs> Steve weighing the pros and cons. Yeah. Like, we'll look cool at recess. Cons. Might die. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I was also worried about messing up and not looking cool. <laughs> but then I also was a skateboarder, like jumping down small staircases. Um, and that seemed Steve fine. was like 10 years old, jumping down like 20 stairs. Oh, hell yeah. Doing like a front side nose blunt slide down that 20 stepper. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> Fakey Ollie. Dude, I was, I was a, I, my go-to trick was a fakie pop shove it landed it 100 percent of the time is it impressive no no that's a that's a beautiful but in six flip mm. i could do a heel flip sometimes dude i could never heel flip but going back to cartwheels cartwheel i liked the finger picking i thought it was i thought it was pretty this is a family show what are you talking about i hate you with a passion (laughs) um i but you know i thought it was pretty and i thought she had nice harmonies in it but other than Mm -hmm. that I, you know, that's it. Like that is the gist of the song. It was pretty and whatever. I did like the end line. Like the future is a benevolent black hole. I was like, what the fuck? Man? That's pretty. Uh, that I, I like that. I like that. And I knew you would like. That. I wrote Steve will <laughs> like this. Uh, yeah, this one once again doesn't do a whole lot for me. I do like the vocal harmony, as you mentioned. Um, yeah, it's, it's like it's got like a pretty vibe i suppose once again a pretty tune um but not it doesn't doesn't do it for me a whole lot but much like an actual cartwheel this does very little for me <laughs> dude cartwheels are damn impressive i wish i could do one do you have more comments on cartwheels who has two thumbs and doesn't have any more comments on cartwheel Um, this was an. This one is heavy. So this is again when I thought you this was something you picked <laughs> because you did it. I wrote, "Jesus fucking Christ, Steve, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had, and then I was thinking because you know this is one of those where it was, ugh, like it's the 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 meat is in the lyrics, right? It wasn't like anything really musical was happening, and I've you know it's I feel it's a very substantive song lyrically mm-hmm. but i couldn't tell if i didn't give a shit because i was just like we we all have we all have shit we all have shit and like if this writing this helps you get through it or process stuff that's great mm-hmm. but i don't need to take it on or if i was just like i can't let myself feel anything because this is heavy <laughs> and i faltered between those two modes mm-hmm. so i think because i was faltering between those <clears throat> two trains of thoughts i just did not enjoy this song mm. yeah i i'm trying to be careful about how i talk about it i don't want to disrespect the tune i don't i would say i do not enjoy listening to it and i'm probably not going to go back to it but like it's obviously uh well everything you said right like there's a substantive uh thing being talked about and said here um apparently it is based on a true event from lucy's life one one thing i noted that every song on this album has um like annotations from lucy dacus directly on genius.com which is pretty cool yeah um so she said like this was about her and a friend in college and the friend's dad or whatever um but apparently it's also her like working through some stuff with regard to her birth father i guess she's um adopted so very heavy tune but like you said like there's not not a lot going on musically for me 
um and like you said man it's not to be disrespectful it's just like man you know sometimes sometimes you can't sometimes you can't listen to tunes <laughs> for certain <laughs> like, reasons you know, this doesn't resonate with me because i just think dads are just awesome um <laughs> It's like, <laughs> oh God! I wanted to be so mean, but I'm not. Uh, well, I do. It is very interesting. Uh, up nexters, because one of the last times we hung out, we had a lovely conversation about family. So the line, you know, bound to him by blood, but baby, it's all relative. I'm like, huh, that's clever. But I'm like, mm-hmm. also, I'm like, okay, I can latch onto that sentiment because I feel sure, that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, up nexters not to give anything away, but uh, I get along with my dad. <laughs> I think dads are awesome. I don't want to brag. Myself. I know a couple dads my age, and they are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a father, this kind of anti-father propaganda in the song is unacceptable because I think all dads matter. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not going to shit on this song, nor make l- uh, any light jabs. <laughs> Coming with the all. A- anytime you say all anything matters, that better be the funniest joke ever. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh God! Wow. Yeah. Um. And just like that, we are going, going, gone. On to the next one. This is all I wrote. Ugh, folksy. <laughs> I know you don't like folksy shit. I just gotta say, I appreciate this one, like, after thumbs. Like, at least this is, like, a nice, like, catchy, sing-songy tune, you know? Like, it's it's probably the least heavy, like, tonally on the record. So it's kind of a nice, like, okay, we got through thumbs. Yeah, we got this. Fair. Yeah. Sonically, it is just a jolly tune mm-hmm. it's fun for me i know but i know it's not your thing the uh the folksiness of it um, did, again did i think she sounded good singing it yeah mm-hmm. but i just don't care yeah and this is where we get kind of lucy dacus and friends singing along dude, lucy dacus cool. at all dude that's a, at all <laughs> um i do think it's just the one like lyrical thing that i i appreciate is the like flash forward to the Daniel character in the third verse. Yeah. Like he goes from being like the the young love interest and then we're flashing forward to him being kind of a douche bag in adulthood and then further forward into, you know, parenthood. Yeah. Um I don't love the post song chatter. Yeah. Especially cuz I feel like that's something they do with the last track, you know? Like okay, we're it was done. weird. Yeah, so, to be in the middle of the album, yeah. I mean, it's fine, but it's just like, mm, is it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Dude, have I ever told you that doing this podcast with you is pretty fun? You're like my... Do you mean, do you mean that? Yeah, you're like my partner in crime. Ah. Uh, what do you know? <laughs> We got some auto tune going on here. Yeah, that's I wrote uh, that auto tune on her voice. Okay, question mark. Like I couldn't. It's different at least. It, it was different, which I appreciated, but I couldn't tell if as 
a tune if I was like, fuck yeah. I did like the reading on Genius. She's like, oh yeah, like my voice was a little funky and I just wasn't hitting the notes. So we auto-tuned it and it was kind of a nice effect. Yeah, like she almost made it sound like they were just doing it like just for practice takes or something or just to get through it yeah. with no intention of, of leaving it in, but they like the way it sound. I've kind of softened on auto-tune in recent years. Like I used to be on the full anti-auto-tune brigade because it was so like overused for a period there. If they um, make it, if they use it tastefully, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And it, I think I actually enjoy it on this song. Uh, maybe it's just because it's something different. And because I think a lot of her vocal performances on this record are very samey. So at least this one, like, yeah. sonically sounds different. I did write that um, this song started to grow on me as it went on. Mm-hmm. Particularly, like, I don't know. After, like, verse four, it just starts, like, it's like her, like, the muzzy, like, the fuzzy guitar effect. Mm-hmm. Or I don't think it was a synth. It had to have been a guitar. But, it sounded like it to me, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, this is, especially with her auto-tuned voice, it, like, melds pretty well together, and I really dug that sound. Yeah, and, we got a little bit of a, a sweet dick guitar solo in this track. Yeah. It's yeah. always good. Yeah, you know, just a little sweet dick. A lot of verses in this track. Like, you mentioned, like, after verse four, and it's like, yeah, it's like the middle of the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm exaggerating, but. But, yeah, the, she is a fan of the verses. Granted, sometimes sometimes things will hit like verse three and then be done, but it's you know just three verses, no mm-hmm. like choruses or bridges. You're like, okay, yeah, the singer songwriter in you. How strophic? Um, I don't know what that means. No, it's not terribly strophic. Strophic is when like you have a refrain, so mm-hmm. really only her chorus tunes are. I was. I was just trying to make a funny joke, and then <laughs> I had to explain it, and then it was inaccurate, so thank you for being fucking stupid. They always say that <laughs> the jokes you have to explain are the best. I think Marlon Brando said that. Boo. I said musically not bad, especially <laughs> after the first chorus. My kind, like, it's like kind of pop punkish, but softer pop punk. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to put it. There's like a very, I don't know what the recording or mixing technique is, but like in that first part of the song, everything sounds really like distant or muted. Yeah, and then like you said, after the first chorus, it, it kind of comes fully through. I don't get all these hipster references. What are we talking about here? What hipster references? In the I don't know. In the lyrics, there's all these like old movie references. I don't get any of them. What? Okay. You don't read the lyrics, do you? Yeah, read me some. Oh, well, we got Fred and Ginger, Wonderful Life. You don't know Fred and Let's Ginger? See. I don't know what that means. We got Stella. We got Brando. You don't know Stella? Jesus. No. We got we got here's looking at you, kid. Come on. Oh my God. We got. We got. See, I told you, you're a hipster. No, these are just, these um, are old people movies, like old yeah, and hipsters. And hipsters are into old people shit. Or you have old parents. Oh, fair. Let's see. I really like the hook in this one. The all I need for you to admit is that you never knew me like you thought you did. I just like the feel of that. Is there something you a, want to talk about? <laughs> it's kind of like a dancey song. No, I don't mean I like. No, yeah, it is pretty dancey. Just, Again, yeah. as it goes, like after. 
after that point when I said after the first chorus. Mm. It goes from pop punk to a club banger. Yep. That is that is what people would say if it were true. Well, whilst I am the way I am, and though it may be against your better judgment, please stay (laughs) on this podcast. Um, I wrote sad, eh, sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's, I, I wrote, holy fuck, this is heavy. Kind of like thumbs, but different. Yeah, this also... As far as the heaviness. Similar with the, he- like, you know, similar with thumbs, actually, just exactly in most ways. It's heavy, the content, and then also musically not much is happening. So if you are not, like, fully invested in what's being said, or you're not captivated by the music that is happening, this song's just kind of there. I gotta agree with you. I think similar to Thumbs, like, I definitely respect the the message and the the way it's approached but yeah like i don't see myself really keeping this one in the rotation um yeah for the reasons you just said i think so these are all i feel this album really has to hold weight for people that truly can relate to these experience like truly relate i get them you know or i can be like this is you can imagine i can imagine or this is something similar like in the same kind of vein but this isn't it but i'm like like think about this song like i've never had someone genuinely come up to me and be like i don't want to live anymore right yeah and i'm like man yeah if that was a part of my life and like these songs really resonated i just feel someone really vibing with this album Mm -hmm. so what i'm basically saying is i'm not trying to shit this because i realize this is probably important to people so i don't want anyone (laughs) to think like i'm just sitting here like this is the worst piece of shit ever yeah well and like you said earlier like even if you can sort of understand not understand but like imagine or appreciate it like that doesn't mean you necessarily want to sit in that right like dude i triple dog dare you to sit in this And I, sorry, just to bounce off what you said, like, I I kind of agree that for some songs anyway, you have to be really invested in their lyrical message. But for me, like, the ones that I like more in this, um, maybe surprisingly for me, like, I'm not really into them, strictly speaking, because of the lyrics. Like, I'm more about the the, uh, sonic quality. But that's why I think the ones that are more, like, slow, low energy just don't hit for me because, um... Well, well, if the music's not there... All you have right. are the lyrics, and if the lyrics are just fucking heavy, then it can be a bummer. Yeah. And for some reason, like we we know the music I listen to is often tear jerky, sad music. But I don't know what it is. Like when I compare this to something like AJJ, like I think that's almost more like cynical or sarcastic or something. And this is just like so damn sincere. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. I triple dog dare you to talk about track 11 off of Lucy Dakes' 2021 album, uh, Home Videos. 
uh, the track title Triple Dog Dare. I thought it was long. This is a very, thought, very long I song. I thought it was... I wrote... I was like, eh. <laughs> nice storytelling. I liked the drums coming in during verse three to, like, change it up a little. But, you know, I'm... I'm like, okay. I get it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, I think the song's decent. It is long. I remember, I think the first time I was listening to this, I might have been like running up against a meeting or something. And I was like, I remember that the album was like 45 minutes long. And I was like, oh, I've got like three songs left. So that's probably like what, like 15 minutes tops, right? Or whatever. <laughs> that's actually probably what it turns out to be. I'm bad at math. I was like, oh, that's like 10 minutes, right? And then I looked, <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is so i really like especially early in the song i think before this changes there's some interesting percussive elements like it's not a standard kit i don't really know what it is probably some samples yeah um which are interesting i like the build um and this one i mean lyrically it's it's pretty cool it's it's kind of rough to listen to almost obviously but um kind of about what a a friend that she maybe wanted to be more than friends with, but didn't really know how to approach that. And seems like the friend's mom kind of interfered in that. And um, it was kind of, kind of heartbreaking, honestly, but I think it's a good tune. I, this one, I did really like the story. Oh, I think out of all mm-hmm. of her, I refuse to, call, I will, I will not call her lyrics, lyrics for this album. They're all stories. And I, <laughs> I dug this story the most. I do like too how genius said, this is the only song where the the last bit like the outro or the mm-hmm. is fictional it's like did not happen and i'm like this is a i was like dang and then you know like uh, cuz i've uh again the closest thing i've personally experienced is my friends who've been like they're like yeah um i don't talk to my parents because they were like like i came out and they're like i'd rather you were dead and that's oh one of God. the one of the lyrics you know she you know cuz they they become milk carton kids and then her friend's mm-hmm. mom is super sad you know it's like you know she has grief but then she has this relief because it's like the, her kid's not gay she's just missing oh my God, presumably yeah. dead and i'm like holy shit what a way to end this album <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i do like that the last verse is like the fantasy of like you know what what quote unquote could have been um I yeah it just really hits me every time I forget exactly what the line is but she talks about the friend's mom like uh reading reading her her palms palms and then she's like talking about like looking at them like what did I do like what's wrong with me and I was like oh my god like like I I don't know just thinking about like an adult like kind of like screwing with a kid like that as far as like making them um I don't know question themselves you like they're messed up for some reason that just uh yeah tugs on the old heartstrings if you know what I'm saying yeah, man. Uh, I have feelings, is what I'm saying. I've I have a heart. <laughs> we've we've come to guess that you have a heart, dude. Is this that part of the podcast? 
it is indeed the part of the podcast wherein we uh, assign some arbitrary ratings to this bad boy. All right. What things did you think of? Um, preachers in t-shirts. Preachers I just like the way that sounds. <laughs> yeah, no, let's do um, it. Nope, first one's the best one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, why don't you go first? Um, yeah, I we we hit it off the bat when I said this just isn't my vibe in overall. But I think out of just sheer respect for her musicality, and I think she's a good singer. Um, mm-hmm. I think because three is neutral, I'll give it three point five. Like That's I would higher than I thought you'd go. Yeah, it wasn't a negative experience, and I it was again. Will will I listen to any of these songs again? Probably not. But wouldn't a wouldn't a two point five be neutral? You're right. I'll give it a three. I forgot okay. how math works. I was think I was to... thinking how like three is just dead center in the sliding, <clears throat> and I forgot we did the point fives. So I'll give it a three. You know, if you're like you're online and you're like rate it one two three four five, three would be dead center. But because we have the point fives, because we have the zero, I did forget the zero. So you're right. I'll give it a three. Um, I actually am also going to give it a three, surprisingly. I'm shocked. Surprising that we're giving it the same rating. I think, for me, the songs I like would be much higher, but I think there's enough of the songs I don't care for that I gotta bring down the average. Because um, there's probably, like, let me just look at the track list here, like, one... Eleven songs. Eleven heart-throbbing songs. Like, I probably really like half of them. And like the other half, I could probably take or leave. So, um, if it, if it was just, like, a six-track EP or something of the ones I liked, I'd be much higher. But, yeah, I'm going to go with three. Three preachers in t-shirts. <laughs> You're too... The hey, face you made out of that. <laughs> I, it's so fun to say. And you know you're in for a good time if you see some preachers in t-shirts. All right. Um, all right, so we rated the album. Uh, what do we do now? It's sorry, it's been so long. Is it homework time? Homework time? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Hey, shout out, shout out though to uh, our first album suggestion by. Well, tech. So I just want to say technically, because I'll get yelled at if I. Okay. Oh uh, yes. Tech- no, that's not. Father real- of the bride was a listener suggestion as well. But that was an album I knew very well. Okay, this is the like first, first listener the suggestion. First listener suggestion, wherein I had not already listened to the album. Shout out to Floem. Floem, my apologies. Um, He's out there somewhere riding bikes, taking care of plants, <laughs> doing things. This is, this is this urban hero watering plants. <laughs> I think he's like a plant scientist. Dude, hell yeah. Uh plant biologist of some sort i don't know a, a botanist is that what you're there trying you to go. say <laughs> a, plant, a, plant a plant scientist a plant <laughs> biologist hey are you can you i gotta go to the doctor you mean one of those human scientists <laughs> those human biologists 
That's great. Oh, man. That's almost as stupid as how we truly name things. I love the way you make fun of me. It's <laughs> this is just so true. <laughs> oh, but speaking of I, yeah, homework. Speaking speaking of homework that's not making fun of anything. This is going to this is going to be the album Somewhat Literate by Retirement Party. I only know one song off of this album, so we're both kind of going in blind, but I like the one song I know. You play fast and loose with the premise of this show. Um, it's supposed to be like, hey, we're sharing music that we really love with each other. Uh, I, like, oh, I've, I've never heard this, but here you go. I know one song really well. All right, fair enough. Uh, sorry, it's, so it's called Somewhat Literate by whom? Retirement Re- Party. The 2018 uh, wanna... album. Uh, they're from Chicago. That's really all I know. You know, there. I think. Oh, is this the uh, Midwest emo band that you were talking about? When we were. Yeah, they're they're labeled Midwest emo, but the few I've listened to this album, like, loosely. You know, like I was doing other shit, but it was on, and I'm like, I like this. I would not think this is Midwest emo. <laughs> oh well. But it's. I think. I'm excited. I think you'll I love Midwest emo. I think you'll enjoy. Oh, I know what fucking Midwest emo band I'm gonna pick for you for real next time. It's my choice. The next time it is my choice. I s- we should we should just do Midwest emo for the the rest of the show, <laughs> every episode. <laughs> and it just gets to the point that we're doing the same album. We just don't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, homework, listeners, uh, do your homework. Listen to Somewhat Literate by Retirement Party. We'll know if you don't. And our thumbs are ready to deal with any. Cheese. <laughs> Dude, we've made a list and we've checked it twice. I know this is an outdated holiday by the time you hear this, but the list don't stop for no one. <laughs> we've made a list. We checked it twice. Now we know who's gonna lose their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, we're running long. So uh, do your homework. Uh, listen to Andy's other shows. Uh, we Die First. Uh, horror podcast but you can only listen if you're black um and excuse me i have a master's which you can only listen to if you have a master's degree um follow andy on the socials it's in the show notes um anything else ma- ha- ma- ha- happy new year everybody happy new year hope it's a good one uh enjoy disney andy thank you i'm gonna try to safe travel i'm gonna try to be safe we know you will. All right. Um. All right. That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, does it feel like an episode? Feels like an episode. All right. Bye, Andy. Bye, bye. I'm done recording now. benevolent black holes pulsing veins <laughs> i want to mix it up and make it pulsing black holes because that just kind of makes it less scary and more erotic um let's do preach preachers and t-shirts <laughs>